We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Car detailing? Yeah, that would be somebody to actually clean up after your messy children in your car. Yeah. Would be a would be a great service to have if you were like are, well, you, you could be in that level. Your kids are driving now, so it's probably completely different. But like, what age do they stop making a mess out of the back seat? Well, their cars are gross. They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I I I still uh, change the oil myself. It's the only thing I know how to do on a vehicle, mm-hmm. so I do it. My dad taught me. That's the only thing my that probably stuck that my dad, <laughs> dad taught me how to do. Still can't. Uh, still can't. Uh, uh, sharpen the the lawnmower blade. He tried that one, that utterly failed. But I can change the oil, so I changed the oil. And yeah, I got one of the kids. I'm like, this car is disgusting. Like, you haven't had this long enough to to make it this clean out your car. It's my gross. kids cleaned but up their rooms on Saturday. By Sunday, they were mine. disaster areas yeah, again. At least it's not in mine. Ugh. Someone should start a remote control programming service. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. But remote controls to me anymore are like the microwave. Nobody has the same one. Like you go to somebody's house, their microwave is completely different. You may get uh, microwave popcorn in two minutes at your joint. You go to somebody else's crib, it's like 325. Like like microwaves are all over the place. Same thing with remote controls. If you don't know how to work a remote control at somebody's house, you're sitting there for hours yeah. trying to figure this thing Love out. Love to have somebody come by and clean the house and cook dinner, put it away in the fridge for when we get home. Yeah, that'd be mm. awesome. How much would a private chef cost? Someone wants to know. I don't, you probably don't want to know. Yeah, you probably don't. But it'd be great. I would love a, not even a chef, like a short order cook would be, it would be awesome. Someone I kind of like that person's some, idea though. Like they get it all done a, when you're not there. With a flat, with a flat top there. It's like, what do you want? Yeah. I'll have uh, two eggs, eggs over easy, bacon, please. hash, yeah. triple chunk covered. Uh, someone says the lights cost me a hundred bucks a year. I think you're on the low end Yeah, I think. Of, of people in starting your life. I think that's a low end. I'd rather have that hundred bucks in my pocket. That's my opinion. I mean, you, I mean, do what you want, but I don't know. I want to be one of those people that has all their laundry dry clean, socks, boxers, pants, everything. I worked with my boss in Texas. My first job he used to take all his laundry into the to the cleaning service. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, they weigh it by the pound, and you know, I'm like, all right. Hey guys, just get a really good snowblower. You can go through the neighborhood after seven inches of snowfall, and you can make a fortune. My son did it for years when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. I I got we, a lot of retired guys in ours. They like doing the shoveling. That gives them a break from mowing. Well, yeah, you don't. It's not that frequent here either. It's not. That's the other thing. Like I, I moved a snowblower when we first got here. I spent more time kicking the snowblower than cause, using because it. it wouldn't yeah. start. It would never start on me. And then it was like, well, it doesn't snow enough anyway. Why am I? Why, why am I doing this? We're on pace for the warmest winter in the history of Kansas City, by the way. I read a tweet to you this morning that says we've only had four days where the temperature has been under freezing and stayed under freezing. 
the smallest number of days in the history of Kansas City in winter where that's been has been seven. We're trending ahead of that. There's going to be no days like that over the next seven days. And we're already halfway through winter, thank goodness. I was actually a short order cook for about 10 years. That's not a bad idea. I could probably charge 50 to 75 bucks an hour. I could make some mean grilled cheese. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, picking up dog poop for other people is a great business. I imagine it is. We also have children who wanted this dog desperately. <laughs> they oh, could you go have the same kids as I do? Pick up the poop. Here was the one the other day, Bob. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was son's job to mow, daughter's job to pick up poop. Now, could they get on the same? The other day. No, no, I'm saying this in general. Oh. Uh, the the story's from the other day, but but in general, it's one mows, one picks up poop. You got to get on the same page because I want the poop up before you mow. Absolutely. Right? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's always a fight. Well, I can't mow because she didn't pick up poop. You know, it's like endless. So Ugh. so the, the, the other day, I said, I need you to go pick up poop. You got to go pick up the dog poop. And I pay you. That's not, not a huge amount. And, yeah, it's and called she, a roof and, and she, three yeah, squares. And she looks at me and she goes, yeah, you don't pay me as much as my job now, so I'm not interested. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what, I have to match your rate of your part-time job? Wow. <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, I don't think so. Get out there and pick, pick, pick up the poop. What does she what, what does she make at the part-time, like 15 an hour now? No, it's not that much. I think okay. it's like 11 or something like that. Which is great. I, I said, five okay. Five and a quarter was my first job. Okay, I said, I'll... I'll I'll pay you your hourly rate. Shouldn't take more than a half hour. Yeah. We're about where we were. <laughs> You're not milking this for an hour. I'll give you a half hour at your rate. Here's Bumped her a little bit. Give you a half hour at your rate. Mm-hmm. Should be done. Go do it. Six and a quarter. What? God. But I can't pay anybody else to pick up poop, right? I mean, that's We should be doing that. I know you're the poop picker upper now, yeah. but it didn't start that way, did it? Definitely you, didn't start. Yes, definitely it did. No, no, I no. The plan was not that. Oh no, the it plan was, and then that. the first poop happened when we brought Correct. the dog home, and I'm out there picking Correct. it up. I own a dog poop business, forty eight dollars a month for up to three dogs. Wow, that's a good good job by you. Yeah, way man. to go, man. Side hustle. Good job by you. Maybe that should be the flip side. You should be worried about the disposable income to pay. You should be getting on board doing that. For yeah. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. I love how all the things are now popping up and you're, you're laughing going, well, the chiefs aren't going to be getting any credit for this. Cause they're still rank. Everybody's still ranking all the stuff that happened in the division. Yeah. yeah. The wild card weekend. Yeah. Everything's popping up. It's like, who's the best over the wild card weekend? Who surprised most? Like, I'm hey, not like, going to mention the chiefs in this category. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, the big NFL.com wrote a piece, biggest immediate question for the teams that are, that are remaining. And this this was written by Jeff Chadia. Obviously, he lives here in Kansas City. Does a great job. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet. I love Jeff. And does work for NFL.com and NFL Network. Yeah, just does great work for them. And one of the things that he talked about shows me that he's in tune with what's going on because everybody you look at who's talking about the game this weekend and what what could happen if the Chiefs lose, everybody is making up stuff about the defense. And Chadia nails it. It's the special teams this week, right? Yeah, it's the special teams. His question is. For the uh, for the Chiefs, have the Chiefs fixed their special teams units? Yeah, that's a good question. 
I think it's what everybody's worrying about. Because the coverage units haven't been great. The return units haven't been great. And clearly we've seen the debacle that has been field goal kicking and extra point kicking right now. They call that place kicking. Yeah. I am in the camp of fair catch everything. Don't try to do too much on the punt returns. Don't kick returns. I think have been fine. Like mm-hmm. get him, but you don't have to be over aggressive on those either. Those you just you know, want to roll out the end zone, right? Yeah. A team, a lot of teams chiefs do it to a lot of people though. They try to kick it to the goal line now, right? Force it into a return and, and see if they can, you know, knock you inside the 20. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fine. Fine. Uh, but I'm in the camp of don't get cute on punt returns. Just catch the ball and get this offense on the field. Are you confident this offense is going to score or that you can return one to the house in the punt return game. More confident that the offense. Yeah. Is what are we score. doing here? Yeah. What are we doing here? There's not. I, I there's not Dante Hall back there. Right. I've seen Dante Hall. You're no Dante Hall. Like mm-hmm. knock it off. Right. Catch the ball. Give the ball to your offense. That's where I'm firmly at in that regard. And then uh, the kicking game. Like I feel like that it was maybe a little bit spurty. Right. And then hopefully you had a couple weeks. You you shore it up. And everything's fine, and we're not worried about it. And he's knocking home field goals, and we're not sweating out extra points. Maybe that's more of a hope than anything. But all you can do with that group is like practice. That's really all all you can do. And I hope it doesn't become a factor at all in the postseason. What if it does, though, Josh? I know we're gonna freak out. So, so let me let's just walk through this. I just want to say right now, so we don't get this confused. I'm not saying Dave Tobe needs to be fired. I'm not. However, comma, we know in the playoffs when things go wrong. Teams react, right? We saw what happened in L.A. They blew a 27-point lead. They blamed their quarterback coach, and they fired him in the offensive court. It was their fault why they lost that game. We see down in Tampa, it looks like Byron Leftwich is out as the offensive coordinator, yet we're giving Tom Brady a free pass for having a noodle arm and Todd Bowles a free pass for being an awful head football coach. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. What if the special teams does cost the Chiefs in the playoffs? Do they have to fire Tobe? It's basically so. a. They're not as reactionary as they some are. other teams. They, but they, they now I they disagree. I disagree Bob with you Sutton. though. They moved Sutton. They I got know. rid of the offensive line last year. They yeah. made wholesale changes yeah. on the defense. Like they are reactionary. I don't, I don't know from a coaching perspective. They they completely are. I think Dave Tobe's got enough of a track record. I think he'd be. I, I would think so too. But if, would you if, actually be revisiting holding? Maybe or I don't kicking. think. I don't know if you're moving from Butker. I mean, you, unless you, you look around you, the league and you realize, but he is the second best kicker right. in the NFL. Unless right? you think, because kicking can be like running backs. Yeah. Sometimes it's just over. Yeah. Yeah. It's unless true. you're in that camp that you think, well, it's, you know, this is, this is, you've seen the best and it's going to whittle down. I don't know that you're making a lot of changes there, but, uh, you just don't, I just don't I just don't want it to be an issue in the postseason. I, I, I don't really either. don't. I think I it's think, important for Tobe to game, have a big postseason here. I think the return game is easily fixable. Just catch the damn ball. Right. Enough. Uh, the kicking game is a little dicier because we're all on watch. We are all on watch. Is that ball spinning properly? Is the hold down? Right. What's going on? Is his foot okay? And maybe it maybe, maybe all those things right. have combined to make it a little more iffy than we'd like. But if we come in here on Monday morning and the Chiefs had lost and it's because they missed an extra point or they missed a field goal or there was a blunder on special teams, fans are going to be pissed and they're going to want heads to roll. You know how it is. I mean, I'm just giving you what the fan reaction is going to be. Do they make a move in those type of situations? I think if you lose a playoff game this year and the kicker does not do well in that game, you can't bring him back. You just can't. No matter how good you think he is, your job is now to go find somebody else. I mean, you found this guy in somebody's or practice Or is it to bring in competition? 
Or you you just switch. I, I mean, I think you got to like, especially in this town. I mean, we're still talking about Lynn Elliott for God's sakes, yeah. you know. And so I I just think if you lose a game in the playoffs and the kicker does not perform well, misses a kick and misses an extra point or whatever it is, you probably have to bring in a new kicker. And and look, for the most part, kickers are a dime a dozen. You'll find another one. I just think right now that's going to be something to considerable uh, something to seriously watch as we go into the postseason and then after the postseason, how does this end? And if it ends poorly, is there a change that's going to be made at that position? Because based on their track record, the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I've praised them for this, have done a great job of fixing what is wrong immediately after a season. Can the uh, odds overcome the script? We'll discuss next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's not unusual to be Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. You request the music on a way back Wednesday at 913-586-7610 and tag your name so you get credit. Our girl Crystal, she's up. She's listening to Fasco in the morning. She wanted a little Tom Jones. It's not unusual while she does the Carlton and while Kling does the Carlton in studio. Love it. Only right here. Fasco in the morning. Now you can see him sing, too. He's really hitting the note there. I mean, air curly, singing. Curly then hair. we get the Carlton. I mean, this day is good. You the curly hair. We're good. Air guitar, left-handed. It's been mm. a great day. A section of a leather sectional couch, 70 in Little Blue Parkway. There you go. That must have a, a section, so not the whole not thing. the whole thing. Not Maybe you got a small thing. space you need to fill. Okay, right? that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing, you know, 
I guess things we do with more disposable income or whatever. Yeah. So guys, I almost forgot about having a personal trainer. Would love to be in that tax bracket. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Nothing better than working out with a personal trainer. They got a lot of great ones at the J, and I watch these guys and gals train people. I'm like, that's the way to uh, do that's it. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. They'll push goodness. you. They'll motivate you. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, some of these guys are. are I mean, they're working it with people, mm-hmm. man. They're working it with people. People that pay to have their grill clean. Now, is that real? I responded. Is, is that real? I would bet people come clean your grill. I bet that's a service now. Yeah, I would think. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if people are picking up poop and clean your garbage can, yeah, definitely that. They'll come and just clean your grill. And what do they use that like steam cleaner they're advertising on late night infomercials? No, probably just what you don't want to do. You know, the, no, I'm saying they use the that cleaner, steam cleaner with the that cleaner and the and the wire brush. Or whatever. You're not supposed to use I know, the wire you might brush. Eat wires. Yeah, I know. yeah, they fall off. A friend of mine got one stuck yeah. in his teeth. Uh, ah, ugh, painful. They probably just do what you're supposed to be doing. You just are too lazy to do it. Yeah, I wrote yeah, those grill wipes it, one great. time. They stood out in the rain. <laughs> yeah. I try to get in there with like a little blade. Plus, every, does, you know. plus that just gave your food character. I thought just, so. It gives you flavor. <laughs> My gosh, my w steak tastes know. just like Don't salmon. You, just leave, you gotta leave some of that stuff you gotta on let there. It season. Yeah, it's seasoning. seasoning. Like a yeah. cast iron pan. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Some a little oil in that. Call it a day. Unreal. I saw a guy's work truck basically said, rent a son. He would help program your VCR, set up your outgoing voicemail, anything. They would call on a son for, but you don't have, or he won't do it. This guy would do it. That's oh, a great wow. business. Yeah, that's that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I would like to pay somebody to be me for a week so I could just go away. <laughs> do all your, I like do that. Your, I want you to come in and just do my work for a week. That'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Fesco laid out these scripts for you yesterday that he provided to the uh, to the NFL. He knows what their preferences are in this mm-hmm. in this uh, this year tournament. A lot of bills in those scripts. A lot of bills. So if you missed that on the show yesterday, you can always catch up six ten sports dot com or the Odyssey app. But basically, a lot of things favor the Bills, right? They think the league wants the uh, the Bills to win. Mm-hmm. But Bet MGM says they will have to overcome the odds. Ooh. So the script's not quite in tune with the odds, Bob. The odds still to make the Super Bowl, the best odds are Chiefs versus Niners mm-hmm. in a rematch of of the uh, the Super Bowl win for the Chiefs. Chiefs versus Niners is the best odds, at, or the, uh, the, uh, not the if you want to win a bunch of money, but uh, the, the lowest at plus 550. You hear the groans of America right yeah. now, don't you? Uh, Chiefs yeah. and 49ers again. And the then networks don't want that. Plus 600, Chiefs and Eagles. Networks want that one. So Chiefs, Niners, Chiefs, Eagles are the two favorites. If that ends up happening, man, the get, get stock in Crisco right about now because they're going to have to grease all the telephone poles in Philadelphia. <laughs> Quite possibly. So Crisco's a good stock to purchase right now if and the then, Eagles get to the Super Bowl. A uh, lot lower, Chiefs, Cowboys, and then... Really low was Chiefs Giants, yeah. but uh, Chiefs Chiefs, and then uh, oh they got the Chiefs playing the Chiefs. No, uh, not yet. That'd be the favorite favorite. Well, that's Buffalo v Buffalo. So uh, yeah, Chiefs Niners Chiefs Eagles are the top two, followed by Bills Niners Bills Eagles, Bengals Niners Bengals Eagles. You know, so but the Chiefs mm-hmm. have a chance to overcome the script. If you look at the uh, the odds, the odds makers still say the favorite to get to the Super Bowl will be the Chiefs. That's right. Can they overcome a script is the I, question. That's the big question. That's the big question. I don't know. 
I don't know if that's possible, especially with Cheffers involved. He's the wild card in all this. Pun intended? What was the pun? Wild card? I know. No, it's divisional round. Oh, I, if, yeah. I, if I said he's the division <laughs> in all of this, then maybe yes, pun intended. But uh, no, I just, it is what it is. Um, are you fighting with, with people in Buffalo? I didn't think on? I was. I, I, I put out a tweet the other day about the Mr. January thing. I go, wow, calling somebody Mr. January who hasn't led their team to the Super Bowl is a little, little much. And so I, I heard from one of our um, colleagues up in Buffalo. His name is Nate Geary. He does the pre- and post-game show for Buffalo up there in uh, in, in Buffalo, New York. And he, he got mad at me. Like, they, they, they've got what's going on in Buffalo right now is very similar to what we had when we weren't getting the respect here in Kansas City that we thought we deserved. But the, the results have been here for us, right? Patrick Mahomes has delivered on results. Four straight AFC championship games at Arrowhead. Two Super Bowls. Super Bowl championship. Josh Allen hasn't gotten past the playoffs yet to lead his team into the Super Bowl. Like it or not, that's what quarterbacks are, are based off of. And yesterday, um, Aaron Rodgers. going against the team that has done that. Yeah, you lost twice. to the Chiefs twice, bro. Like, yeah, I, still, I, the, the results are there. You haven't, you, until you're, you do, you do. behind you know? that. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. It's like when you say, is Patrick better than Tom Brady? No, he's got seven. We got one, right? So you, Actually, this year's regular season game counted for like four. Yeah, okay. You, all right, all right. So we're even that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, okay. I mean, Chiefs, Bucks, week four. I mean, that's. that's You're in on that. Yeah, that's, all right. uh, they've got them all back. Okay, I think. No, perfect. Not really. Done. Not Great. really. You know. that, that's fine. Whatever it takes, right? So, Pat. Uh, He'll never have that scoreboard because. Tommy won't be there again. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Pat McAfee had Aaron Rodgers on yesterday, and they were talking about, you know, quarterbacks and and whatnot. And, you know, who's a good quarterback? Who isn't a good quarterback? And um, Aaron Rodgers was talking about, um, oh, what's his name up in Buffalo, right? Josh Allen and had this to say. I enjoy watching Josh Allen play football. Like, that's fun to watch. How about that? How about that Dawson Knox touchdown over the shoulder of that guy? That was a great one, but to me, it's the flat foot in the pocket throwing the ball to uh, um, a big game. Uh, what's Davis? his name? Gabe Davis. Yeah, that to me was the best throw. It was, you know, he makes some some really kind of for him probably normal plays that most people just can't do. So uh, I really enjoy watching him play. I love watching Pat play too because Pat does so many different things, but, uh, and and he's fun to watch. But. <laughs> so so he says that, which yeah, is fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen is fun to watch. I mean, come on now, right? And so this guy, Nate Geary, retweets it and quote tweets it and says, Chiefs fans throwing their dinner off the table because someone mentioned they like Josh Allen before Pat Mahomes. And quote tweeted that little clip of Aaron Rodgers talking about him. Yeah, usually. And like, <laughs> yeah, 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 but like, it's like they're unhinged in Buffalo right now. Like they're they're realizing that, they still haven't accomplished everything. And each day that goes by that Josh Allen doesn't get to the Super Bowl is one less day that he has to get to the Super Bowl. And maybe they envision the window is closing or whatever up there in Buffalo because this guy is unhinged. You can talk all the trash you want if you beat us. Okay? Cincinnati, you got scoreboard, man. If anybody in the Queen City wants to do chirping against the Chiefs, you won three games in a calendar year. You you got carte blanche. Am I right about that? I'm right about mm-hmm, that, right? Mm-hmm. So you got the opportunity to talk trash. Buffalo has won a couple of regular season games against the Chiefs, but when it matters most, Josh Allen is not the one on the sideline celebrating victory. It's Patrick Mahomes. Really, when it matters only. Yeah, that's true. When it matters only, Patrick Mahomes yeah. is the one 
that has victory. Now, he'll have to overcome Josh Allen and Carl Cheffers in a neutral site AFC championship game this year to get that done. But until you go out there and do it, you can't be talking trash about the Chiefs or Chiefs fans or anything like that. It just appears like right now in Buffalo, they're really triggered with this Josh Allen, Mr. January thing. And that kind of got them all lathered up over the weekend because everybody else in the free world is going, wait a second here. You're not Mr. January. Just because you have the best January numbers in the history of the NFL doesn't make you Mr. January when you play quarterback because your team still has not advanced out of January and to the most important game of the season. You have not done that yet. Until Josh Allen gets his team to the Super Bowl, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Tom Brady, and then others were involved. And to a certain extent, Burrow. Burrow. Right now Burrow's got scoreboard yeah. over, over the, yeah. Over the yeah. Bills. Yep. And it, it's interesting because I, just, I went I, from I, hating the Bengals to now, I don't like <laughs> Buffalo right now. Well, they're another paper champ at this point, right? Like the Chargers were. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're at this point, they're still a paper champion. I mean, they won a lot of uh, Q rating votes at the beginning of the year, right? Everybody's everybody's darling. Josh Allen's going to get his. Until he does, mm-hmm. they're still the paper champs. That's exactly and, right. And if I'm a Buffalo fan, I'm actually taking Mr. January the wrong way because I don't want him named Mr. January. Like, I'm not offended that you don't uh, think he's up to being that nickname. I just be offended. Like, I don't want him to have that nickname. I don't want to be Mr. January. Right. Got to win. It's like calling that kicker from Dallas Mr. Clutch. Or Mr. Regular Season. Yeah. Like, who cares? I want him to be in the echelon where you're calling my guy, Josh Allen, right? If it's your guy, Josh Allen, that he's Mr. Mr. February. You want to be Mr. February. Or Mr. Yeah. Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Mr. Playoffs. Mr. Rogers. Whatever. Um, one of those things. I'd be more offended that somehow that nickname got thrown out there by, I don't know if, if, if the first one was was Romo or he was echoing that it had been called that, but you shouldn't want to have that nickname because you haven't won anything yet. Right. And until you do, I wouldn't want that nickname. Later, if he's winning, if he's winning a bunch of stuff and he's conquering January and February, fine. Lop on a title like that. But at this point, this in is time, why Josh Allen's Mr. There. January. <laughs> why? <laughs> so, hey, we all get offended when stuff people say stuff about our quarterback. I get it. But that's funny. This though, guy, this guy gave. But this, this is they're this doing is, it the, like I don't even have to split. Yeah, we're in their heads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they know this year, if they lose to Kansas City on a neutral site with Carl Cheffers refing, there's nothing they can do. Right. I understand they don't want to come to Kansas City in the postseason. I get it. And they're not. I get it. And they're not. And if they don't win this game, they're going to feel like we're never going to beat them. Right? Or still waiting maybe. for that. Or yeah. still waiting for that. I got to get a game in Buffalo to beat them. Kind yeah, of thing. maybe. Or maybe you never get that game in Buffalo. Maybe, maybe this was the year you were supposed to have that game in Buffalo, and it didn't work it didn't out work that out. way. Yeah. Now you got to play it on a neutral site, and Bill Vinovich will be there. <laughs> that's our guy, right, Billy V? Yeah, that's the good one, I guess. Yeah. 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 He's the good ref of the West. And Carl Cheffers is the wicked ref of the East. Something like that. I am Bill Vinovich, the good ref of the North. I'm Carl Cheffers, my pretty. Hello, Carl. I'm going to take your shoes. Whatever else she took. No foul in the play for blocking the back. Time out. Actually, Cheffers is the scarecrow because he needs a brain. Actually, could be the Tin Man. He's crying and needs the oil so he doesn't rust. Oh, you 
how do we just go out there and smoke people this weekend, man? This weekend and next weekend, just blow the doors off of people. Plant that flag and tell Mr. January to enjoy the rest of the month in Buffalo. That'd be great. That'd be great. We're probably going to play a couple close games. <laughs> I know. But as long as we win, I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I don't need style points this anymore. Yeah. I'm getting aggravated on a Wednesday morning about this. Yeah, like, I want yeah. Buffalo now. Pace yourself. Pace yourself. You That's okay. Get, it's a day early. Through. Game's on Saturday. Saturday. So we're good. Gotta we're good. Through, we got to get through this weekend through first. Yeah. It's still a week ahead. You know, so right. slow down. Slow down. This should happen, I guess, closer closer to home. Because it doesn't apply to us. Because this is more of a kind of a southern, eastern, southern chain. A uh, fast food chain by the uh, name of Bojangles is not only known for uh, fried chicken and biscuits, mm-hmm. uh, but now is going to go uh, hard sweet tea. Yeah, apparently they got a good <laughs> sweet tea, right? Right, right. And so they're making it into a booze. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah, it seems like a no-brainer Seems to me. like a no-brainer, doesn't yeah, it? That's yeah. a great idea by Bojangles. Yeah. Way to go. I've never Bojangled before. Have you guys yeah. Bojangled? I have not. No, I have not. The only bad part is is that the sweet tea will be sold in stores, not in the restaurants. Well, I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to get your brand out there. So, so, you know, like everybody you, has their barbecue sauce at the grocery store, I think right? it'd be you great get your smokehouse sit, sauce at any store in town. Sit down at the fast food store and get... Uh, roll into the fast food, get a fried chicken biscuits and a hard sweet tea. Have you ever been to a fast food restaurant that serves booze? Uh, Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle does. Yeah. Chipotle does. You're yeah. right. There's a place called Taco Cabana down in Texas. And, and I think a little bit in Oklahoma the, as well. Uh, they serve margaritas. I remember the, uh, the, the Nashville Taco Bell did. Oh yeah. You get those, those random Taco Bells that, you know, yeah, the Taco the, Bell the cantina. cantinas. Yeah. That have, There's one in Westport. That, I'm guessing that one has booze too, right? I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can get some, you can some get places some. here or there, right? What so, else? Needs the booze. There are two things that I think would be perfect with booze already in. Okay. okay. I got two as well. All right. Um, and, and you can make these at home, but like when they make it for you, it just tastes better. Right. <laughs> sure. Right. Everybody, mm. no matter what it is, if somebody else makes it for you, usually just tastes better. Right. Yeah. So they need to serve a boozy version of McDonald's Coke because the McDonald's Coke, and I'm not a soda guy, but that McDonald's Coke is just better They've than always any. said it's the best. It's the yeah. best, right? Yeah. It's it's tremendous. So you do an alcoholic version of McDonald's Coke, and then for me, I would do an alcoholic version of Snapple Peach Tea. Oh my God, the Snapple Peach Tea is so so good. So a boozy, yeah, yes, I know. I can pour my encrypted vodka in there and do the whole thing, and but I want them to do it for me. Oh, I want it for yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I the boozy frosty. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. How about that? All right. Junior Frosty. Can I add yeah. a whatever to it as well? Sure. Yeah. Let's do you, this. you want a shot of rum shot to go to? Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Right through the drive thru, sir. Throw a little Bailey's in there. Yeah. A little like boozy that. frosty. Yeah. All right. I'm and in. and how could you not add a little something something to the shamrock shake? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's a good one. But you never be one. able to get it because the, the machine's always down. Well, yeah. Not Shamrock time, though. They're usually up in the Shamrock time, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Do they, they, they still waver during that time? Wow. Don't go after six. So uh, 913-586-7610. <laughs> what would you like the uh, the boozy virgin version? Virgin? Not virgin. The boozy <laughs> version the of. Boozy virgin? <laughs> What is what are going you asking on here? for this morning, sir? <laughs> <laughs> you may get thrown out yeah, of a place I asking suppose. for that. Good grief. <laughs> I don't know about the chocolate with alcohol. No, thanks. LOL. Huh. I don't know. It'd be good. Somebody are saying slushies, you know, with alcohol. The ICs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the kids game? Yeah. The, the three and two icy or the uh, 
the roller rake icy. Either one yeah. of those with a little yeah. extra, that'd be good. Hey, if your kids play out at Garmin, they got a bar right there, so you can, you know you can do that. That's true. Um, I think um, another one that came in is really legit. Red Bull should sell a hard version. Why are they not doing that yet? Yeah. I mean, people have been drinking like Red their Bull own, vodka for years. Yeah, their own version. Like, you just put your own out. Yeah, yeah. That would make that would make sense. Starbucks. McDonald's could also capitalize on the Sprite because the Sprite is the best one there as well. The best Sprite in the world is McDonald's. Put a little vodka in there. So whichever fountain drink you choose there, add a little something to it. Chick-fil-A lemonade would be great. Ooh, that's, Ooh, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Call. I do like the idea of Starbucks just offering it. Would you like a shot in that? Remember the airport used to get a beer and they say, would you like a shot for a dollar more? <laughs> yes. and everybody, sure, I'm in. Sure. That's the same thing with Starbucks. Would you like yeah. a shot for a dollar more? The alcoholic Sonic slushies. Yeah. Yeah. Here's all of our flavors plus <laughs> yeah. a little shot, a little sidecar for it. Mm-hmm. Comes that little airplane bottle. Yeah. That'd be all right. Sonic Red Bull slushes with vodka are good. I'm sure they are, but so I've never been a Red Bull fan. McDonald's in Paris. I got a beer with my value meal. That's a good, no, that's like a good that. play by you. McDonald's Sprite and Crown Apple is amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah. all right. I can hear that. <laughs> it's the same one, right? About the apple pies. Yeah. Is that one you're like, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You're not putting the. No. You're not putting the THC in the apple pies. No. no just, just guessing. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. You can continue to weigh in. Uh, your boozy version of what uh, drink would work for you? Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. These stories is real. Focus and finish. With Dan Israel. That game will forever stick in mind. The longest tenured member of the Chiefs Radio Network. Brought to you by Physician Aesthetic Specialists. Today, Dan shares some playoff memories, but Dan was also around when Jacksonville was just being born. My first memories of, of Jacksonville was 1995 when the expansion. So I entered the league in 1990. I'd never heard of expansion. I don't think they had expanded since, what, maybe the 60s and uh, the league merged. But uh, they they were bringing on the Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I, I literally remember thinking, Jacksonville, Florida. I, I don't even know where that's at. And, and they in were Duval in a, County. There you go. Don't you know <laughs> you that? Go. Everybody knows that. But I, I, I remember thinking, you know, how good could a team be if you just, you know, ch- picking players that aren't already in the league? No matter how many draft picks you get and how the expansion kind of goes, it's like these guys aren't going to be any good for a long time. And, of course, Tampa Bay hadn't been good for a long time. It's like, why are they adding another team in Florida that is, you know, going to struggle? But uh, that was my first memories of, of Jacksonville. Andy Reid's first game as head coach of the Chiefs was in Jacksonville. In fact, a 28-2 beatdown. I just remember watching that game and, and thinking to myself, this is different than what we've been watching over the last couple of years. This yeah. is this is something good, maybe. Off the heels of the 2012 season, that would, that would have been an outstanding performance and, and uh, definitely a, a teaser for the future uh, of the franchise. I think it's interesting for me. So in from my time in 1990 to now, prior to Coach Reed, combined, I had 13 playoff games. Under Coach Reed, I've had 16. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it has a lot of good football. And we're not talking about coaches that were 
uh, unaccomplished. We're talking about Marty Schottenheimer. We're talking about Dick Vermeil, Herm Edwards, uh, and even Todd Haley managed to pull out a, a, a playoff game in there as well. But 13 to 16, it's it's really goes to show how good we've had it for these last 10 years. I mean, why why do you think though? This franchise struggled for so long in the postseason. You know, Bob, I always felt like in 2019, uh, when we got to the Super Bowl and we played that game, I realized I felt like all those years prior that suddenly there was this epiphany of, you know, we weren't as good as we thought we were. This is what it really takes to get to this game. And so I'm not sure we ever really understood that prior to the to the uh, 2019 season. I think you started to see it a little in 2018 and certainly Joe knew what it was, what it would take to get there. But I was always amazed that there's this slight step, you know, if, if the regular season averages from zero to 10 averages a two or three in speed, the wild card weekend ticks up to three and then the divisional weekend ticks up to four and the AFC chan- championship ticks up to six and you get to the Super Bowl and you're running at about at an 18, you know, I mean, it just this huge leap and I just feel like those last two games in particular were really difficult to kind of match the speed and intensity that other teams already knew that we somehow didn't. Yeah, I remember my very first season, you know, prior to my start in 1990, of course, there was, I think, the 86 season. They were in the playoffs. But prior to that, it was the Christmas Day game. It goes all the way back to Lynn Dawson in the Christmas Day game and, and six quarters of football. But my very first season, we traveled to Miami for a wild card game and I thought well this wasn't so hard <laughs> you know I mean here I am in my first year I'm going to make it there and and that game came down to and I can still see it clear as day so vividly Albert Lewis dove for a ball to try to intercept the ball instead of tackling the ball carrier he missed the ball Marino completes the pass I don't remember who he completed it to that guy turns and steps into the end zone and that was the difference in that game and so I not only learned that it was easy to get to the or I, don't, I not only thought it was easy to get to the to the playoffs i learned just how easy it was to lose in the playoffs and and so that was 1990 the 1991 season it was great because we get to the wild card round and we win it was not only the first game in arrowhead stadium which is remarkable that it was 1991 before a playoff game occurred in arrowhead stadium but it was against the the los angeles the then los angeles raiders so, man, that was fun. It was not only fun to play them, it was fun to beat them. And to do it in Arrowhead Stadium was super exciting. Uh, unfortunately, then my first divisional round playoff the next week was Buffalo. And let me tell you, you know, people people give me a hard time for how much I hate Buffalo. Not the team, the city. It was minus four that night, the Saturday night before we played them in that divisional round. I think it was minus 25 wind chill or something like that. Uh, that was... Uh, superseded only by the 1993 playoff AFC championship game where it was negative seven and like minus 35. There is no amount of Aurora that's going to keep you warm on a day like that, right? I always wonder why Dan always utters, I don't ever want to go to Buffalo. And that's been the refrain all year. That was like, I don't want to go to Buffalo. I don't want to go to Buffalo throughout the entire season. Dan has said that in the press box. He just doesn't want, doesn't want to go to the cold. Well, the good news is you're not going to have to. And the uh, the success rate there hasn't been great. So, right. But that's dating back a, a while. But Probably yeah, another reason why they're mad. This year, they don't, they don't have to go to Buffalo either. Might face Buffalo, but mm-hmm. don't have to go to Buffalo uh, once again this season. That is These Stories is Real, brought to you by Physician Aesthetic Specialists.
Uh, we have some bad news involving uh, Carl Sheppers we need to get to next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. View inventory online at kcmetroford.com. Um, got some some bad news. Should the Chiefs move on? Again, a lot of this is caveated with Chiefs need to advance. Right? That's right. But we did find out a little something, courtesy of at uh, Football Zebras, which again, good follow on on Twitter. They give you all the uh, the officials for the games. If you're into that, I haven't been into that. I've tried to stay away from it. Sometimes you can't help it we're, anymore. We're forced into it, right? Now. So I started fun. following this account yesterday. So they uh, they let us know that Carl Cheffers would be on the Bills Bengals game and uh-huh. not not involved with the uh, the Chiefs game, which is good. Uh, apparently, good for the Buffalo Bills too, but good that he's avoiding the Chiefs. But they also tweet out the eventual Super Bowl crew is selected from the divisional playoff officials. So one of these four white hats will preside over. The Super Bowl. The thing we have working in our favor right now is Cheffers did the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when we were in it in the COVID with the, year. With the, the Bucks, Right. So Cheffers, Bill Vinovich. That's our guy. Apparently, he's good for us. Vinovich is our guy, man. Uh, Cleet Blakeman and Sean Hockley, who's doing Chiefs and Jags. One of those four will be the Super Bowl referee as well. That's right. So I'm guessing the pool for the championship games comes from last week's officials. And then the pool for the Super Bowl. No, comes Cheffers from these didn't four. ref last week, though. I said the pool for the for the championship games next week. Oh, come from, from the last first. Week. Right, oh. right, I'm guessing. Right, oh, I don't know. That's and interesting. And then this crew right. probably gets unless unless this crew gets you know championships and the Super Bowl, but we haven't, they haven't gone that far yet. But maybe they last last week's refs get a chance at the championship game. This crew gets divisional and Super Bowl. Mm, okay, maybe I don't know. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I I could be all so right. I don't know. That, as long as it's not Carl. Yeah. So. Carl, there's a one in four chance to get Carl for the Super Bowl to make it there. I guess we'll worry about it when we get there. But well, they got to wait to good. see who gets there first. If Buffalo wins at the neutral site, then Carl's got the Super Bowl. But they could send Carl to go after the Chiefs too. Can they in the Super Bowl? You yeah. mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I, I just think that he did the Super Bowl a couple of years ago in 2021. Like they're not going to have him turn around and do the Super Bowl again. I wouldn't think so. He's not good. Right? I mean, <laughs> yes, is, it, always, is it based like on duck merit? In, with like a ducking question. Like I, mean, I, I don't trust anything they do, right? Oh. So, I mean, I, I think right now I would say based on the fact that he just ref the Super Bowl, I don't know that he should be involved in the process of getting another Super Bowl. But, hey, what do I know, man? What do I know? I just think Bill Vinovich is our guy. You're hoping for that? Hoping for Vinovich. Bill Vinovich. I'm Bill Vinovich. Headline sports. No, that was Jerome Jerenovich. Oh. So, yes, let's see. Bill Vinovich, though, had the Super Bowl in 2020. 
So he had our first Super Bowl. Correct. I'll yes. take Vinovich. Yes, he had that. I'm good with Vinovich. So he's only a couple years removed as well. Three years removed. So Vinovich, Cheffers, and last year was Ron Torbert. Gene Steratore was in 18, so you know he's not. No, he's not doing it. Now, unless they bring him out of the TV booth. Uh, Cleet Blakeman hasn't had one since 16. Cleet will probably be the guy. Has Hockley done one yet? Mm -mm. He'll be the guy. Mm -mm. First father and son refs to do a Super Bowl, probably, right? I guess. I don't know. Could be wrong about that. Um, Yeah, Ed's got a couple. Ed does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know that Sean does. No, uh, uh-uh. he does not. So that's your that's your guy right there. I can I could live I can live with anybody but Vinovich. Isn't it weird to you? And again, I know you don't anybody watch but Sheffers. Any yeah, you, you want Vinovich? You want Vinovich? I know it's confusing because we're not used to paying attention to this right. such things. We're all we're new. We're new at checking out refs. Right. I don't want to. It's awful. Um, don't you find it weird? Again, I know you don't watch a lot of the games because you're on the field, but like when they go to these refs in the booth. They're always different than the refs on the field. I think the thing that I've taken away from that is just truly how subjective these games are and these calls are that referees are making. And I think that's why when we talk about this kind of stuff, when you have a job that is truly based on subjectivity, right? I mean, you can see something different than I see. We could be watching the exact same play and see something different. Mm -hmm. That's why I think it's imperative not to have Carl Cheffers around Kansas City or any game that could impact the Chiefs, which is truly every game in the NFL, because I don't know that he looks at the games the same way when the Chiefs are playing as maybe another referee would, because this guy's been called out since Travis Kelsey said he wasn't capable to work at a footlocker. And so from that moment on... (laughs) Which is a great line. Yeah, it is. From that moment on, though, if you're Carl Cheffers, how are you not a little subjectively biased against the Chiefs? Human nature, right? So that's the one thing that I've noticed from all of these guys that are in the booth, no matter what channel you watch, they're usually completely opposite of what they're doing on the field. There's a lot of times where they don't see eye to eye, and you wonder if they were refing the game that day or if there was another official refing the game that day, what would those calls be like? And I think from that standpoint, for me, if you're the NFL, you got to find a way to eliminate that. But again, you're dealing with human nature, and it's hard to eliminate that kind of stuff. Because again, you may see something different than I see something and call something completely different. How many times do you watch these replays and we all see something different? You know, it's a hard job. Especially the, the first time through the third or fourth time. I, I'm just amazed. I, I give a lot of credit to referees for seeing stuff in live action. In live now. action, yeah. Yeah. Because aren't you just trained now to wait for the replay? Mm-hmm. I am. You're, you're just you're just trained like oh it's catching on the replay right they can't they, they can. gotta they gotta do the real one so I do I do tip my cap to referees in that in that uh, perspective right uh, NFL rumors tweeted out the three teams expected to be in in for Tom Brady are the Raiders 49ers and Dolphins the Raiders are the only one that makes sense on that list for me if they're sticking with Tua which sounds like they are sounds like they Tua are. is our quarterback sounds like they are but he, but even yeah. still if I'm if I'm the Dolphins right now and I'm moving on from Tua I'm finding the next young guy to bring up with with heel and to bring up with Jalen Waddle and to bring up with Jaseki right keep those guys together for as long as you can find a young franchise quarterback I wouldn't go to Tom Brady who's 46 no, years old it doesn't fit either. down there in my opinion why would the 49ers at this point and, and the 49ers are in a pretty good spot with with their quarterback right now you, you're not moving if that guy goes on to the Super Bowl he's your quarterback now you have forward. to figure out do you have too many already? But I don't think that Brady makes sense there. Right. Raiders, we know. The tie and, with, and the Raiders are the only and, one that makes sense. And yeah. Wouldn't you add Titans? 
Isn't Vrabel going to try to make a call again? I don't know. Going to try to FaceTime Tommy and maybe ask him again to do it? Maybe. But I, I just think I think I mean, the they're not going to stick with that bleeping guy, are they? I still I'm I'm still in the Tannehill camp on that yeah. one. But I think that I think the Titans have to be in this list too. Yeah, maybe. But that I mean, I'm just going off the ones that they gave us, right? Yeah. I, I just think based that, on those three, the Raiders are the only one that makes the, sense. The only one that makes sense because he's got already got the familiarity with um, Josh McDaniels. But if you go like. <laughs> If you're looking for a quick fix, Tom Brady isn't the answer. Now, if you're looking to sell tickets, maybe Tom Brady is the answer. But 96 point some percent of tickets were sold this year across the NFL. The only team that didn't do well in ticket sales were the Bears. And I'm having schadenfreude about that. I have happiness at the misfortune of them. Um, and so I, I look at that. I go, nobody really needs to sell tickets in the NFL, right? Because everybody's packing these places. Tom Brady isn't a quick fix for anybody. He's 45 years old, 46 years old next year. What are you really getting with Tom Brady right now as your quarterback? Other than the Raiders who already have the coach in place, what are you getting out of Tom Brady? If you watch Monday night, that dude's days are done. I refuse to slam the door on him. I understand. Yeah. But that was bad. No, I was that was I right. just don't think he looked like he enjoyed playing football this year. No, I, it didn't. Yeah. Which how could you? Which could be the which could be the ultimate ultimate uh right. ultimate ending. Uh we'll look at the weekend ahead in the postseason. DA of CBS Sports Radio drops by next. Ref number 51 shouldn't even be able to wear a zebra jersey ever again. He shouldn't even be able to wear footlocker. Hey, Carl, good to see you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.